What is commonplace now at one point was innovation, and there is no better example than this episode's attraction. First conceptualized in the mid-60s and then opening in 1967, it quickly became a staple of the parks, giving park goers both thrills and a place to rest their feet. Try as they might to change it up, the original version still remains a crowd favorite. This week on Slice of Disney, it's a ride, it's a train, it's the people mover. The doors of your car will close automatically. Please keep your head and arms inside and remain seated at all times. And please, no smoking. Thank you. Welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney obsessed enthusiast and real life Tinkerbell. And I am your co-host, Will Lentz, occasional Disney goer and real life train. You're a train? I am. Choo-choo. <gasps> Choo-choo. <laughs> Walt loves me. Well, that's the only reason you're a train. That's true. I, we, we actually haven't discussed this, I guess, more since we discussed it a while ago about changing the name. Oh, to of our podcast, yeah, for sure, for sure. and I do. I still can't help but say I would love to name something Walt Love Trains, though it would be hard because nobody would know what our no podcast it is. It would not be great for search engine optimization. No, but I just think it's funny. It is funny. Um, but we're talking about a different vehicle today. We Will. are. Um, so today, when I got back from Disney World, I was like, okay, I have a plan. Will I know what I want to record? Um, and so we're going to talk today about. The People Mover. I know, and which is exciting. I have a question for you. Have I yeah. been on The People Mover? No. Okay, good. Well, you might have as a kid in Disney maybe World. Maybe as a kid, right, yeah. But um, not, okay, cool. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I don't know, maybe. But like, I, don't I don't know what so. this is. Exactly. And I, honestly, I still kind of don't, so I'm excited <laughs> to learn. Um, I... So as you know, I went to Disney World. I do know that. And it was such a great trip. It was honestly one of the best trips I've ever had because... I took it at a very relaxed pace. Which is new for you. I Yes, and I had been there a little more recently, so I didn't feel the pressure to like yeah. get everything done. Sure. And it still did, you know, a lot, but um, it, it helped me. It was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll talk, you know, we'll talk more about it on our Patreon yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, it was good. And But I did make sure to ride the People Mover because it's so relaxing it's really, it's a pleasant experience. Um, and I knew it had some good history, so that's, that's why great. I wanted to do it. I'm excited to hear about it. I do want to ask one question that's not going to be, I mean, maybe it's better for Patreon if it's about, you know, just random Disney World stuff. But when you were in Disney World, were they doing new stuff for Way of Water? Like uh, for Pandora, that whole thing? Yeah, there was a ton of merch. Yeah. And um, in the Pandora area, yeah, you could tell they were gotcha. adding some stuff. And Gotcha. You saw a lot more people, so they, you know, have headbands, like mm. my Mickey ears. Okay. Um, which I made a video. I saw. It was no, pretty disturbing. No, it gets disturbing. worse. <laughs> I have another video. Oh, God. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, I think this, I might be an enabler at this point. After seeing that, I was like, maybe maybe I shouldn't encourage you to do a Disney podcast. <laughs> maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> um, no, I, I just, it's it's my ear addiction. But they I've, they've sold, like, pandora avatar ears oh, for sure. a while yeah but this time was the first time i saw a lot of people wearing them gotcha yeah i mean you know obviously it was something that like wasn't in the zeitgeist for a while and now it's now it is it's back yeah um, so it makes sense i actually have someone i'm we can interview who 
basically ran and invented everything from the first one. So James from the Cameron. V, from the VF. Yeah, yeah, James Cameron. <laughs> well, that sounds or cool, Jim. They, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, they call him Jim? His, yeah, fun. they call him Jim. Yeah. I've, I've learned a lot. Interesting. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, but before, anyways, let's pay people mover today. We're going to focus on the people mover, yeah. which uses no visual effects. Um, <laughs> unlike Avatar. But I do have a fact in here that's going to surprise you. Oh, I can't so, wait. <laughs> It's not just even a make pitch. sure you just... let me know when it is the one that okay. I'm supposed to be surprised by. I know. You're going to be surprised by it I all. So if you don't know what the People Mover is, um, the People Mover is a transport attraction that opened July 2nd, 1967 in Tomorrowland and Disneyland. Um, and then later opened July 1st, 1975 in Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom. Um, it's, well, you'll learn, you'll learn more. But just okay, know, cool. it is. It's a transport. We did Autopia, yeah, right? Right. No, so for we're sure. kind of in the same world here. I'm into it. Of Walt liking transportation, yeah, yeah, but hating traffic. Yeah, for sure. No traffic. Uh, yes, transportation. Let's go. Let's go. All oh, right. Okay. So here we go. Um, just like a lot of our other wonderful episodes, mm-hmm. um, a lot of loved attractions. We are starting with the 1964 World's Fair. A lot of stuff came through there, was inspired by it. Makes but sense. this one, we're not just going to stay at the World's Fair. We got a little Epcot in here. Great. We got some Bob Gurr, okay. sir. Okay. And we got Michael Eisner. Interesting. That's so long ago for him to be involved. I know. We have all kinds of fun things to talk I'm about. I'm confused. I can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> um, so a little refresher. Um, Walt Disney used the opportunity to, ve- to develop and market uh a bunch of new technology um, in the World's Fair, and so he could just take it back to Disneyland mm-hmm. and basically just have the sponsors pay for him to have new attractions. Yeah, um, which is great. Smart business. Yeah, so we—that's where we got. It's a small world. Carousel Progress. Great moments with Mr. Lincoln, and the fourth attraction, which never ended up making its way to the parks, but is important to this and important to Autopia. I realized, like, I was kind of having to go through the Autopia notes to remind myself of uh-huh. some things. Um, it's Ford's Magic Skyway. And so Ford's Magic Skyway was a ride where guests would board a classic Ford Mustang and travel through time. And you'd see all these animatronic scenes of, like, the dinosaurs and cavemen. And that's what you see now on the train. It, people were just excited to have the chance at the time to sit in a Mustang. Yeah. Like, that was so exciting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they have this, like all the scenes of going back through time and, um, they, luckily they didn't completely get rid of that. They ended up putting it in, you know, so you're on the train and I guess I could be totally wrong. So if I am, please forgive me. Okay. This is all based on my memory sure. of just my weird knowledge. Um, I think that, um, X Atencio, you know, yeah. who wrote, do you remember what he wrote? Grim Grinning Ghosts. And... and- Yo-ho, yo-ho, Pirates yes. Life for Me. And he scripted out Pirates. And yeah. even though he was like not, that was not what he did. He's like, yeah. I don't know how to do this. And Walt's like, yes, you do. Yeah, Just yeah, do yeah, it. That. Yeah. And so he had done kind of the story for. Um, uh, for his Magic Skyway. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and then, but he ended up getting put on Pirates after right. this. So he did not continue on with the People Mover. Because sure. there's not really a, much of a story. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, But so, yeah, so. Um, and at the time, the attraction had one big problem. It had a lot of fender bender collisions uh-huh. between cars. Um, but there was an attraction at the World's Fair that Bob Gurr had a lot of ride envy over 
because he was like, oh, look at this. It's a conveyor belt system so that the, the you know, the cars never hit each other. So like the, yeah. Yeah. It's so like um, dune buggies. Yes. Right. And before the dune buggy, though, mm. was the people mover. Yeah. And so it made the vehicles ride in perfect sync. And Ford's Magic Skyway was the second most popular ride at the fair. And um, it inspired Walt because Walt, like, was really obsessed, you know, with transportation and the future. So. It's interesting to think about, like, that's revolutionary. Like, obviously, it is. And it's not that long ago. Right. Like, but to think about, like, you know, you don't. Until someone's thought of it, nobody's thought of it. So I get how that is innovative. But like when you think about it, it's just like, oh, the cars move on a thing so they don't run into each other. Right. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Well, and something I was thinking about earlier is nowadays, if we wanted to test this ride system, because I guess at the time with the Ford's Magic Skyway, Bob Gurr was like, because he was not an engineer. Mm -hmm. He just did the bodies of cars you know like this was right. so new to him right. so everyone working with him did not think this was going to work sure they were like what is he thinking so apparently when it did work they all got really really wasted and partied too hard because they were so shocked and he and bob Gurr didn't even realize that nobody really had faith in him wow. that he was going to be able to do oh, that's this. funny and so he he ended up um you know having the success of it but think about it they didn't know until they actually built it if it was going to work. Yeah, now, for sure. you have computers that test it over and over and over before yeah. they actually build it, yeah. ensuring that it's going to work. Right. This, they had no idea. They're not going to know until they spend all the money building it. Yeah. So they did. Um, but at the same time, all of this is going on with the World's Fair. Uh, Disneyland was preparing to improve its Tomorrowland because part of the problem with Tomorrowland that it still faces is the modern advances of technology are outpacing right. the early sci-fi aesthetic, you know, the future look now looks retro. Right. Makes sense. I like that, but I understand no, yeah. that it's not doing what Tomorrowland is supposed to be. Yeah, but I think at a certain point, like, it's kind of like, you know, the Fallout universes and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, this is this is uh, retro future. Yeah. Right? Or so I think there's a term for it. Maybe that's what it is. There may be other ones where it's like, this is what people thought the future was going to look like, and that's kind of fun, too. But it is a different aesthetic. It's not really promising. I, it's not delivering on the promise of this is what tomorrow will look like. Yeah. No, I'd rather that, though, than, like them changing space mountain into light year themed yeah me too like there is are they part, doing that there's talk of it i that'd think they're be, definitely doing it nuts in tokyo maybe okay. but i'm like no like i do think keep some of the ip out please yeah 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 dca is all is all ip yeah you know like let let disneyland be disneyland yeah. so so yeah they're they're working on the new tomorrowland project mm -hmm. Um, and reimagining this, like, new, what, what is futuristic? Like, what is going to bring guests to this section and excite people about the future? Yeah. Um, so one of the new attractions was the People Mover. Which, as far as I understand, having not been on it and only or maybe, 11 minutes into this podcast so far, uh, the People Mover moves people. Indeed it does. And that's mostly it. Not, yes. and, I, and to be fair, I know that there's more to it, and some people find it fun for certain reasons and stuff like that, but it's like a kind of monorail sort of style thing, right? Yeah. So the idea was, it, and this one moves at uh, seven miles per hour. Okay. Um, the original attraction is 16 minutes, and it is a motorless, always moving ride 
the, and the one in um, Florida is 10 minutes, just in mm, case you were wondering. Good to know. I was. Um, I mean, it's funny because it's like we have so many things like this now. Mm-hmm. But the term people mover was not like a Disney thing. That was a common worldwide, what this vehicle was called. Mm. And the idea is that it's just the cars really never stop moving and they're on the conveyor belt and you just get in and move slowly and it takes you from one place to another without using cars or sure. traffic. Yeah. Um, and you just would get off where you need to. But this did not have another stop. I see. At the time, they had the Magic Skyway, the sky buckets that mm-hmm. went over. That went from point A to point B. This one always circled back to the same place. Gotcha. Um, which this was another thing um, as they're working on this. That I'm like so derailing from my notes. I know. I was like, um, where are you're we? like, where are I'm we? I'm so confused. Um, they Bob Gurr thought of the ideas. He's like thinking about how to get people on and off of this always moving yeah. people mover. And so he thought of the idea of moving a like conveyor belt system in the center. And he was like, I, it was like how I am with scaffolding. Like he went on in like great, great detail about a couple different technical things. This being one of them mm-hmm. that like the speed of which you would be moving the person and the vehicles would time out perfectly. Mm. So he figured out like, Oh, we could have both are moving, but because one's outside, it's they'll match up. And Walt's like, I just saw something like that in Sweden. You must fly to Europe tomorrow because this event was ending. Uh, and so incredible. he had to go. Uh. And it was 4th of July. And so he spent his 4th of July mm-hmm. traveling to get this conveyor belt thing. Once down. again, Walt does not seem like my favorite person to work for. <laughs> but, you know, a visionary nonetheless. There you go. Um, so, yes, it was going to showcase a type of futuristic transportation. Mm-hmm. Because Walt hated traffic more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time in the mid-60s, there was this, like, obsession with... Automated public transport, and the temporary name was People Mover, because um, they thought that the People Mover was a great like, futuristic way to travel. And so a bunch of big companies were researching this mm-hmm. People Mover concept. Mm-hmm. Walt was just one of them. So he said, great, perfect attraction for Tomorrowland, because right. they were showing off transportation of the future. Makes sense. Um, in the same way we were showing off highways, like, that was cool. Um, and then because they kept calling it the people mover through the process, they just ended up keeping that name as the name for the ride. Sure. Yeah. Um, cause the working title was on it for so long, but this would not work. So, you know, they had the Ford's magic skyway, but Ford didn't want to work with them on this. Cause they're like, we're Ford. We're trying to sell cars. You're showing a different type of yeah, transportation yeah, to yeah. get rid of cars. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it either. Yep. That makes sense. So they ended up severing ties in terms of working together on Mm -hmm. this project. So um, the original people mover, they, of course, have to find a sponsor. So because the cars were not, um, they were not powered by an electric motor themselves, but instead they had, like, they were propelled on a track, and then the tires would push these things along. Oh, sure, yeah. The tires of the track yes. would push it. Gotcha. So then there are a lot of tires. Mm. So great. They have a sponsor with Goodyear Tires. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, also a little interesting, though. Like, it, that does feel a little counterintuitive. Like, in, in them, like, well, Goodyear Tires probably want to sell. To, you need cars for that. So, like, it, they're they're invested <laughs> in the true. car side, too, right? Yeah. Um, but I think they probably were accurate in believing that the people mover is not going to displace cars. <laughs> no. So. And that Goodyear... Um, they're, they're showing they, they're yeah. versatile. Down to clown. 
Yeah, like yeah. they have all, they can do more than just yeah. put tires on cars. So the idea was that there were these Goodyear tires on the track, mm-hmm. uh, like every nine feet mm-hmm. to keep the people mover going. Makes sense. Um, and so the first then name was Goodyear's People Mover. Mm-hmm. And then the People Mover logo was kind of fashioned after the Goodyear logo. I see, okay. So kind of giving a similar vibe there. Um, so yeah, so it in in terms of the technology, they kind of, because of the World's Fair, had a it kind of built in, you know, they had their ideas already set. So opening this ride was fairly easy. Yeah. Um, so uh, 1967, the People Mover opened as the new Tomorrowland. And originally there were four car trains. Um, each one was colored either red, blue, yellow, or green with white roofs. Because they all have these like, and the ones in Florida do not have a roof. But they, yeah, they're like, okay. they're, they're cute. They're just like little cubes that mm-hmm. you ride around and see Tomorrowland in. Um, and apparently in 1968, each of the 62 trains were retrofitted with safety rails on each car. So the guests wouldn't climb out. Makes sense. Uh, it's, there's, yeah, that's the one where there's no roofs? That one does have a roof. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, that one makes it harder to climb. Because like there's no roofs, that's there was no magic. <laughs> there was no magic kingdom in 1960. I, that makes sense. That makes sense. So does it only go through Tomorrowland? Yeah, so the ride itself... Um, the idea is that you would like get into this people mover. Um, it was elevated above Tomorrowland mm-hmm. so that you go around and you can look down and it either goes through Tomorrowland and then it goes through some attractions too, which is really cool. So you get a, a glimpse at like Space Mountain. You can go into the roller coaster um, and then it goes through Autopia. It goes through the Submarine Lagoon, which is now where Finding Nemo is. Right. Um, it would go into Circle Vision 360 Theater, um, where America Sings was, which we've talked about. Um, and then until it goes back to Tomorrowland. But yeah, that's it's 16 minutes. So it's... Oh, yeah. So I guess it has to go through quite a bit of quite a few different things. That sounds fun, though. Like gives you a different view of the park. Exactly. Yeah. And it's really like leisurely. Yeah. It's calming. Yeah. But there, it was a huge success. I mean, that's... That's interesting to me. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like it'd be something that would be like a crowd pleaser. But it's because now thinking of a people mover is not that impressive. Well, right. In the time, though. In the time. That makes sense. It was very cool and it was exciting and people really wanted to check it out. So. Yeah. Um, And each car kind of had, they had their own sound systems and it would broadcast a continuous audio um, telling people what's, what to check out. My favorite part. Is that, you know, it would go on top and you could like, you'd go through some of the stores so that you could kind of see what merch you were going to buy. Oh, smart. Got to get that merch. Got to. Even back then. Always be selling. Um, <laughs> and so, um, and oh, this was another thing it would pass, which I thought was cool. It had like these really beautiful murals on each side painted by Mary Blair. Oh, uh, fun. Yes. Yeah. And they, she, it's like, I don't remember how many thousands of tiles, but like each, it was all tile work. And each one was individually painted. Um, and then it, the painting, there was like a sunshine. And then there was a children one showing that children, you know, are the, are our future. Yeah. And so trust in the children's. Cute. Yes. That, and so that was like, that was in the people mover or? Yeah, just, that, it was cool. like, or not in it. It was, uh, you'd pass by it on your But that was journey. like probably the best view of it was through the people mover. Yeah. I don't know cool. if you could see it any other way. Okay, great. So and, there's like some, ex- there's people mover exclusives. Yeah. And I like that. I've never ridden the one in Disneyland. Oh, okay. Um, 
I think a lot of people did not. So we'll we'll, we'll get, get to, to why. Yeah, sure. Um, but in, so huge success ride. But Walt's idea for the People Mover was not to make it a theme park ride. Sure. Yeah, great. We felt it there. Yeah. But the real purpose of the People Mover is that he knew that this was the alternate means of public transportation. And where was that going to go? Epcot. Epcot. Didn't even read it, but I just knew. You just knew. He, he's thinking future city, futuristic, utopia. Exactly. Yeah. And we're in the time period right utopia. now where he is all about Epcot. Right, right. 1967, like he is. Yeah. No, for sure. I remember. There. Makes sense. Um, so they want to put in Epcot as like the main way people get around. Around somewhere in there, somewhere in that time period. He's like obsessing over that. And so he talks about it in his which I'm sure you've seen clips because of us doing this, mm-hmm. of his talk when he's like, and, uh, you know, the real focus of our Florida project is the the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to call it Epcot. Yeah. And um, that the people mover was like a big part of it because it was going to be the actual transportation. So the idea is the pedestrians run the world. and Who run the world? pedestrians <laughs> um and they that you know by foot is the main way mm-hmm. and then you had big monorails that would get you in and out or to get you to like the farthest locations mm-hmm. for longer trips and then the rest of it kind of like i don't know how to describe it like this the rays on a sunshine where yeah it's like a spoken wheel yeah there yeah. you go all of that was going to be people movers. Oh, cool. To get you. Get people in and out. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. And they're like layered. So, you know, you're going to have mm. like ones here. Very ones. Jetsons. I mean, not really, but very like feeling futuristic. It yeah. is. That's it, cool. Yeah. And there is some city actually has this. I can imagine. I can't yeah. remember where. Yeah. Um, and if just in case um, you don't know, because I was like some the people on this one were discussing Bob Gurr talked about him a lot uh-huh. he's the one he's he's the vehicle guy yeah and so we're talking vehicles he mm-hmm. did it we you know so we talked a lot about him um he's still alive met him he is adorable and hilarious yeah and bob girl loves bob Gurr, which yeah. is great um and then if you don't know about epcot the original idea was that it was going to be this live-in real city um where it was constantly going to be working towards the future but you could also go visit it and observe this future city. Mm-hmm. But it did mean that at any point, if they wanted to change the technology in your apartment, people could just come in and like take yeah. a toaster and put in a new future toaster. That part feels nuts. It feels so, like that's the weird part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's other weird parts, but sure. that would be the weirdest. Yeah. Um, obviously, when Walt died, Epcot did not become a thing. Yeah, it became like, a theme what park. if it was a theme park instead? <laughs> and like, it and was, was like, great. yeah, 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 yeah we like that. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Rest in peace, but yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, um, yeah, they don't, you know, the end of that. Um, but as I said, we do have a people mover in Florida. It's in the Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. Right. Um, and it's, that one um, opened in 1975 and it's called Wedway People Mover Mm -hmm. for Walter Elias Disney. Um, and just like, go ahead. I just was thinking like. I get what I'm thinking. It was Chuck E. Cheese. Because um, I was like. What? Well, I was thinking <laughs> Walter Elias Disney. Like, I feel like he should have changed his middle name to entertainment. Like, the E is for entertainment. And I was like, oh, that is that is Chuck E. Cheese. That's so. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Wait, really? Yeah. 
I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like, yeah. Oh, now who's learning facts? Welcome <laughs> to Slice of Cheeses. <laughs> I mm. did. I just passed a Chuck E. Cheese recently. Yeah. And the mouse looks so weird. Probably. I mean, is it your first time seeing it? Does it I, look yeah. different from that used to? Well, there was a Chuck E. Cheese's in Paducah, so like I obviously went there a lot as a kid. Yeah. Um, they just they changed it a lot. Oh, I'll have to take a look. He's modernized. Anyways, you know. I just saying. Yeah. Um, different mouse. <laughs> different. Yeah. yeah there's, I didn't even think about the mouse. Different similarities too. Sure. Theme park. Yeah. Um, and there's no people mover at a Chuck E. There's Jesus. no people yeah. mover. There's just ball pits and mm-hmm. germs. Bad pizza. Um, <laughs> hey, that pizza was great. Was it? I don't I know. I, I probably was gross but like as a kid i thought it was incredible so <laughs> that's really funny um still has animatronics mm-hmm. um so yeah the the people mover in florida was very similar mm-hmm. you know it's taking you through a guided tour of tomorrowland and you do the my favorite part is um when you go in space mountain and the uphill climb for space mountain mm-hmm. on that one has like a cool like they're working on a spaceship oh, and cool. yeah you know it it's a pretty vision. You go in the center of the two tracks. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then you get oh, to see. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Um, so I, I like it. Um, but this one was a little different because we're building it later. So technology mm-hmm. keeps on changing. So this um, system did not utilize the rotating Goodyear tires to move the vehicles. Mm. Um, instead, they relied on linear induction motors. Goodyear then had no involvement. Makes sense. I was I didn't remember that it had been called the Goodyear People Mover, and so like they changed it to Wed. Makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. they're not using Goodyear anymore. They're not. It's the Edison Electric Institute was the original institutional patron of the attraction. Gotcha. Um, and there was this moment, and like I said, watching Bob Gurr talk about this, he, I swear to God, it was like a ten minute getting into what. Um, linear induction motors was and why it was such a big deal Mm -hmm. and like at the time like they're very expensive Mm -hmm. but they knew it was worth it it was worth the initial cost Mm -hmm. um in the long-term run for this attraction so i i enjoyed watching him nerd out about vehicles um and in this one instead of it being covered um that it was an open track um or you're you know no roof for you but instead the the whole entire thing is under like a roof. Like, so you're covered. You're never going to get rained on. Yeah. Well, that's good. Which is nice because yeah. then you can, especially with the Florida <laughs> yeah, weather. For sure. Um, and in 1985, these safety rails were modified to completely wrap around each car. Um, because I guess it, it says um, making it more difficult for possible accidents to occur. And I'm like... But isn't the whole point they don't crash? Yeah, you would think so, but I guess. You so never what know. accident? You mean like people jumping out? That's a that yeah. That's a, a whole other kind of bad accident. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they added stuff. Um, it never hurts to have more safety. Yep. Um, Sometimes it does, but in this case, I think it was probably fine. Yeah, like when we did Autopia, and it was like every every year there was like a new safety <laughs> thing because they were like, oh wait, oh wait, this is yeah. bad. Um, and then, so the people mover closed again in mm-hmm. 1986. Um, this one, we're focusing again on uh, Disneyland. It's kind of hard sometimes when the the attractions have two places. Um, but it closed again because Tomorrowland's newest attraction was going to open, Star Tours. Oh, in 86? Yes. 
Like, at least that's when they were, like, kind of close. And that makes sense, because, yeah, Star Wars is it's probably at its peak of early popularity. Right. I mean, Return's already out, but still. And so we're thinking, okay, it's the future, things are cool. It's when I was born. It's Exactly. That's mm-hmm. the most important part of all of <laughs> I this. I think so, yeah. um, And so I think it's funny you have the people mover that was this really cool modern at technology at the time. Yeah. And now we're all the way in Star Wars. And that's not that many years. No, it's really not. It's what, tw- I mean, less than 18. 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and at this point, the people mover had lost a lot of that novelty and excitement of the technology. It became more just like I said, it's very leisurely. It's relaxing. It's where you take your nap, you know? Yeah. No, which I mean, sounds heavenly. You they should have like a water so station pleasant. out front. You yeah. sit, you grab one and you like, uh, you go sit on it. And yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. I mean, I think so. But th- you know, that's not at the time. So remember where we are. So right. who was our CEO? Oh, in 86. Okay. Now I see where Eisner yeah. comes into play. Cause he does he's not like looking for a place to rest. He's like, no rest for uh, the wicked. No, nope. we got to have cool stuff. Yeah. W- there's, why would we ever want to rest? Yeah. We don't want people. We don't sleep. Nope. So he was like, great. We don't need this, you know? Um, but, uh, at the time there is now a lot of hype around the new, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm reading my notes wrong. Okay. This is my fact. This is it. You ready? Here we go. I almost read it, but not really. So lay it on me. Okay. Um, so cool facts. So we want cool things, right? And I know right now there's a ton of Mm -hmm. hype for the new Tron roller coaster coming to Magic Kingdom very soon. Yeah. Um, and there's a, you know, this will be the second Tron roller coaster, Apparently, it's amazing. I'm very excited. But this is not the first Tron attraction at Disney. Okay. I don't know why my eyes are closed for this I fact, also, but I, they are. <laughs> I was ready to be surprised by really it. really excited. Yeah. Um, in 1977, uh-huh. uh, super, so we're going back a little bit yeah, before Star Wars. Like a, like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went out of order. Um, but there was the super speed tunnel was added to the people mover. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Was that the, was that it? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'll explain what is like, it. I, yeah, I'm not saying it's not cool. I just I'm waiting for like a, it was, a shoe to drop. Well, it was located in the upper level of the carousel building, which housed America Sings, mm-hmm. um, and race cars were projected on the walls of the tunnel around the trains. But in 1982, the projections were changed to scenes from the film Tron. Okay, that's cool. And because of this tunnel, it was announced as. Game grid of Tron um, on like by the audio tour. So it became the people mover through the world of Tron. Oh, like that was how they advertised the people mover to like make it cool. Sure. Is there showing scenes from the movie? (laughs) Was that an Eisner thing? Well, yeah, the timing was. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, I mean, that makes sense. Sure. It's no splash. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea that they just change the names of things and projections. I mean, I guess they sort of do that with Space Mountain sometimes when they're like, it's the Star Wars one, and they've got like Tie Fighters and stuff. But well, I but still, yeah, you're still I, on a People Mover. It's still the People yeah. Mover with a. It should be like the People Mover featuring. Yeah, you're not on your the light, world of Tron. the light cycles or anything like that, right. or whatever those are called. But apparently, it was very cool, and people okay. liked it. So, sure. Why not? Um, but I just thought it was fun that that, that was, was that that was the first Tron attraction. Yeah. Um, and so now, you know that I told you the original People Mover does not exist because right. it was boring. According to Mr. Michael Eisner. Well, yeah, you know, the more I hear about him, the more I'm like, oh, he's got some decent ideas. <laughs> he may not be wrong all the time. He's well, no Chapek. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the 1990s, it was time to uh, revamp Tomorrowland again. Mm-hmm. 
And so there was a wave of refurbishments coming in. Um, and the original intended idea was it was going to be this fantastic vision of early sci-fi stories. And it, we talked about it um, on a very special episode, Extraterrestrial mm-hmm. Alien Encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea was it was instead of it being about the future of technology and tomorrow and blah, 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 it was all going to be about sci-fi. Okay. That was Michael Eisner's idea. And that's yeah. of Star Tours. And then... Um, Unfortunately, there was a ton of budget cuts at this time because uh, I'm pretty because of um, Euro Disney, now known as Disneyland Paris, failing, like just so bad. So they're like, "Oh no, we don't have any money. What do we do?" Um, and so this did mean that they're still going to make some improvements to Tomorrowland. But it's not going to be the original idea, which was called Tomorrowland 2055, which is also weird because we're not that far away from that now. Yeah, I got, I've got an interesting um, idea. Yes. For what I would like to change, but we're not, get, we're not to that part yet. So. Oh wow, we're already, we're thinking. You're thinking in the future. I am. You're, you're already I in am. the future. And really, what I'm wanting to change is more about Tomorrowland than People Mover. But whatever, <laughs> I'm saving it. Remind me of it. We'll get to it. Okay. Well, so and in this was going to be Mission to Mars uh-huh. was planned to. Uh, uh, where that was going to be replaced by extraterrestrial mm-hmm. alien encounter. Um, and it was proposed that there was going to be the timekeeper, which was going to take over circle vision 360. And also, excuse me if I, I have no idea how to pronounce this. Plectu's fantastic intergalactic review, yeah. a musical review that would be where America sings was. That, make, that looks right to me. I also think Plectu's in this case is like an, is supposed to be an alien name. Apologies if I'm wrong, but it just feels like it's, it's an intergalactic review. I'm like, I think we're fine. Do you think guessing. it was singing aliens? Yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. That's what it sounds like. Amazing. Yeah, we got to do one on it. I actually <laughs> would have been super down for that. Um, but none of this ends up happening. Mm-hmm. And because the budget cuts, they go ahead and they decide, you know what? We're going to close the people mover because it's not futuristic anymore. It's not. So It's an error of the past. The People Mover closed August 21st, 1955. People were pretty bummed, you know. But it was because Michael Eisner had this great idea. I can't wait. He thinks... It's going to turn it into a hotel. It's going to be a... Yes. This, you, you can spend 16 minutes sleeping mm-hmm. in your hotel room, <laughs> in your moving hotel room. Um, no. We... Because everything has to be cool and fast because his child Brecht said so. Mm-hmm. Um... He, they decided that they were going to open rocket rods. Have you heard of this? Sick. No, I haven't. Uh, okay. Which is maybe telling, but also maybe not. Um, I'm going to send you a picture of rocket rods right now, Great. and I want you to describe it. Perfect. I mean, it looks like a it looks like a roller coaster. I'm not sure what you want. It looks like a futuristic. Or tries to look futuristic. Uh, log flume, kind of, <laughs> but like but on, on a, a car, coaster. right? Uh, with with fake wheels um not goodyear i can tell you that not good uh, a little steampunky but not really uh yeah what what else i, am I, I think that was a no i think that was a pretty good description oh, okay so, cool, cool cool you know it it was these rocket rods i mean sure. <laughs> how else do you describe it yeah makes sense and they he thought what would be great is we have this track why don't we go ahead and turn um it into a high-speed attraction um, that would enter the attraction still. It would still go through the buildings, whatever, but 
the idea is that you're you wouldn't enter this slow moving platform mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. It is a ride. Sure. So they uh, took down the former like uh, Circle Vision 360 theater, and instead that was going to be where you enter. And that's now um, Buzz Lightyear. Gotcha. Okay. The queue, okay. just the queue part. Yeah. Um, but you would get on, and it went from being a 16 minute attraction to a three minute attraction. These vehicles went from going seven miles an hour to 35 miles an hour. Incredible. It was, it was a complete disaster. Why? It doesn't For, seem super particularly fun, but like... Because the support structure was not suitable for... I guess that makes sense. It wasn't designed for that. Yeah. At all. Uh-huh. So these rocket rods are just like... Now it's like weakening the structure. It's... The tires are getting constantly worn down. I guess there were tires. Okay. don't know if the... They weren't the ones I saw. Those look very fake. Yeah. Um, and uh, they also apparently like... And, oh, they, the engines were failing... Um, they were just constant, like, they, the speed would change on the track. And that so doesn't seem safe. The ride would malfunction constantly. Uh-huh. Um, they apparently also, at one point, were going to, like, build out some, like, banked turns and, like, add to the people mover track so that it okay. would, I guess, be more suitable for fast sure. Things and like they're like we'll do it in the future. But People then are gonna love it. Yeah, they don't have any money because the yeah. Paris situation. So they're yeah. like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine enough. Um, it is known that Rocket Rods was just this disastrous failure. That's really fun. I didn't know about it. Um, and now it's you know, it sits just like a empty, abandoned uh, ride. Now you could see where the People Mover was, um, but. It, they constantly had to be like it was breaking down. They do you know evacuate people all the time. It would like have to get rebooted partway through the ride. The Imagineers would like go to get on it, and I think Bob Gurr said he's like I never got to. He might have ridden it like once, but he I'm said sure, yeah. every time I would go, I would try to ride it. It was always shut down. Or oh. like you would get there and they'd be like, oh, oh we gotta close. It. <laughs> um, so it was known that like it was closed more than it was ever open. Yeah. So. Um, on July 6th, 1998, just a little over a month after its grand opening, it had to close for refurbishment. Uh, and then it was reported to remain closed for about five weeks, but ended up staying closed for three months and opening in October, 1998. Then on, uh, on August 29th, 2000, they announced that it was going to be closing again on September 25th for refurbishment. Um, that was going to last until spring 2001. But it never actually opened again. Mm. Like literally for most of its time, it was shut down. I still believe it's coming back. <laughs> people beg Disney to bring back the people mover. Yeah. And to fix the track. Yeah, yeah. And take care of it mm. and just bring back the people mm. mover. But instead, apparently, it just completely destroyed the track so bad that they can't. Um, and I th- this, is, this was a phrasing that I enjoyed. The People Mover track has remained abandoned yet present in Tomorrowland. A grave marker reminding us of what we've lost. Oh, I love that. That's great. <laughs> it's very serious. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people kind of like a lot of the attractions in Epcot. Mm-hmm. There's diehard People Mover fans. Yeah. And that, I mean, it makes sense. I, I mean, we. I think one of our former guests said that was their favorite ride. There you go. Yeah. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. Um, and now... We still have the Magic Kingdom People Mover. It did not suffer the same fate. We did not make it Rocket Rods. 
Um, but it did get renamed to Tomorrowland's Trans um, Transit Authority in 1994. Okay. Um, and then, in addition, in 1994, it got upgraded to a new narration from a guy named Pete Renaday. That sounds right. Uh, and they added, like, this, like, fictional sci-fi story. Mm-hmm. So they announced that, like, you were riding the blue line. And then the fictional green line was supposed to be hovering, like, over with neighborhoods and connecting to other planets. And so they made it so that it's, like... It's the same ride, but we're like adding a story element. Mm-hmm. But it never was that. It's just peaceful. It's just yeah. It's just a nice thing to do. You, people are always trying to find a new way to get to make things fresh and new. And sometimes you just like the classics. Yeah, and which gets us to the point where I'm going to say what you should change about now. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, we had it had another um, refurbishment in 2009, along with the paint job and the track got an, um, enhanced lights for the Beamway. And we got a new narrator. His name is Mike Brassel, who also um, was he, who has also composed the music for uh, "Living with the Land," hmm. an attraction we have not talked about. No, I don't know that one. It's great. I can't it's wait. Great. My a friend of mine used to um, when they they had narrators for it mm-hmm. before, where you'd like narrate in person the cast members. Now it's just a, a audio, but um, he used to do that. Um, so now we're all the way to the present. People move or closed for almost a year between 2020 and 2021. Um, luckily, it reopened, and it is packed all the time now. That's fun. I mean, if it, I wonder if it's the novelty of it being back that it's packed all the time, or people just want to go on it all the time. I don't know. Um, it has a new narration now, um, and it offers people a chance to kind of look through and enjoy Tomorrowland. I think, I think it had a dull period for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. And then I think one, people crave nostalgia now more. Yeah. Two, it is really relaxing and it's a yeah. family ride. Um and it's really beautiful. It's nice to like look at the park from a different angle. And yeah. you can like see, like when I was on it, the parade was happening on Main Street. Mm-hmm. So I'm like watching the parade and Nice. Yeah, like it's it's very pleasant. Sure. That makes sense. Um, I mean it sounds nice if I remember there, that would be a thing I would go on because I like to rest. You for would a little like bit. this. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I might know even that... do two rides of it. Oh, I would have to get back out and like get in line. Is there a line for it? Yeah, there is. Yeah. And then it the way that the one at Disney World works is there's like a queue down at the bottom and then there's um you know like the moving um walkways at yeah. the airport? Yeah. It's like that, but it goes up a hill. Oh, okay. And then so you're elevated. And gotcha. there was a difference. So um, what they learned from the Disneyland one is that the it, it was not all one level. Mm-hmm. It would move, um, which also made you know, the rocket rods. It it was not level. It would go up and down and kind of thing. Not a lot, but some. Right, right. Or the one in um, Florida is just all the same level. That makes sense. Making it less complicated, you know. Gotcha. Well, um, before we get to our final questions, I would like to uh, revisit a favorite segment of everybody's, uh, Disney on Yelp. Yay! Um, So I did look up uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover in Orlando. So, uh, you know, I looked at the three-star reviews. A lot of them are pretty bland. Um, What does bland mean? Like, uh, like just like, eh, it's good if you want to sit. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but give me me something (laughs) fun. Give me something, yeah. And so I found this one. It's not a three-star. This is by Pam F. Um, They are from Stelia Coom, Washington. Mm. They have nine uh, reviews. 
and 13 photos, zero Yelp friends. Wow. Uh, this was back um, in 2017. Okay. I love this ride, but at post six from entering car, we are stopped and there is a wasp's next <laughs> nest next to me. <laughs> Two stars. Oh no. So I just like, got on Yelp while they were like there to like comment on there was a, a wasp nest. It was that important. Yeah. And I like that Yelp was the source <laughs> of venting. <laughs> With five exclamation points. Uh Two stars. You know, I didn't. I did not notice any wasps' nests. Okay. Yeah, well, that's good to know. It's at least not in the notes. You know. Yeah, uh, I will say if you're going right now, it's cool because you can see Tron. So when I was there, I'm watching them like test the cars. That mm-hmm. was neat. Um, they have repainted Space Mountain finally, so it looks prettier. Nice. Um, I don't know. It's it's pleasant. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like this is a, a sweet history. Simple. You know, it's kind of fun that it's it goes from a Walt story to a Michael Eisner story. We get. And it's still there. I do like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the 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 rocket rods part is very entertaining to me. So, um, yeah, I like that it spans, like, the history of the parks and, like, it's pretty consistent throughout, but it always gets a little tweaks. So I think it's right. interesting. I like that it has, it, you know, we had Superstar Limo over at Disney's California Adventure. And then I feel like rocket rods is kind of the equal equivalent of failure. Yeah. Um, that's what I was thinking, too. Honestly, I was like, oh, that sounds like a, a thing that makes people enjoy the parks less. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it makes your time, yeah less enjoyable and you're sitting there thinking like who how did you not like test this or think about it or how wasn't somebody like i don't think this steel is gonna yeah, it's like it's probably not, it's not designed for this michael um no no way to know okay so i uh, here's the questions okay let's run through our normal questions um is the people mover an attraction that you go on every time and if so where does it fit in your day it's a most of the time like sure Part of, you know, Magic Kingdom is bigger than Disneyland, but has less attractions. Mm -hmm. And the wait times are all very long. Um, But I do try, like, to do the things that I don't have here. Um, So People Mover is every time unless it's just too long, you know. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, And if you are on your way out of the parks... And you're like, this is a 10 minute wait to get on the people mover. Are you stopping your exit to go on the people mover? I actually have to think about this one. I think maybe no. Feels a little nuts to do, but. It's because I would get sleepy. Yeah. And then I'm already having to get in the car. It feels like you're just doing this. Either you get in the car and you're in your own people mover or you get on the people mover and you're on a people mover. Right. So you might as well just go towards the car. And part of it is uh, at, at Walt Disney World, you know, I don't know if you remember the Magic Kingdom part where there's no parking in front because Walt mm. wanted it to just be like, right, right. when you arrive, you are there. So the only way you can get there is by boat, mm. monorail, mm. Or, or bus from one of the resorts if you're staying on property. Sure. Um, but, so, it, you know, I haven't stayed on property the last couple of times. So I have to drive. You park your car mm-hmm. at the transportation and ticket center and then you get on a monorail so you're still getting that futuristic experience yeah, yeah. Um, of public transportation. It you makes know. sense. It makes sense. And then finally, what would you change? And I can, I'll can i go ahead and tell you what I was thinking to give you a chance to think about it. Um, and mine is more towards Tomorrowland because I think we do have this this challenge with Tomorrowland, as you noted. Yeah. It's always going to be uh, futures outpacing what you can predict, right? So I think what they should do is Tomorrowland is open from 
like 1990 to 1998 and then it's closed for renovations until 2000 and then 2000 2008 it's closed for renovations and so every every 10 years you're redoing the whole park to like here's what we think the next 10 years that are going to like. very expensive will it does but think about how many people will be so excited those first couple times like you're <laughs> unveiling all the new stuff everyone's like oh my gosh i gotta go to tomorrowland it's gonna be so popular and then you have a little scorecard of like how well did we do last time <laughs> how, how well did yeah, we predict the future uh, yeah. see that to me sounds like a waltz idea yeah let's <laughs> make it make it crazy. happen <laughs> um it kind of it actually in a way reminds me of the Star Wars, the hotel. Oh, uh, yeah. It's struggling. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised. <laughs> and because the novelty wore off. And you're yeah. Like, you didn't think about this? You didn't like, think that people weren't going to pay $5,000 night? For two, for, a two-day experience? Right, more than once? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that that would be a little rough. I think what I would change in the current... One, I would bring back Disneyland, obviously. That's like a sure. given. I would bring back people mover in Disneyland. It would... Do so well. You just make it go really fast. And yes, because <laughs> um, that worked really well last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think the one in Florida, I either would want for it to kind of be a history tour. Okay. Um, in the way that right now, um, when when you go on it, I should have mentioned this earlier. You get to see part of the what was you know, the big um, miniature like thing that he made for Epcot. What is that called? Not a diorama, but... I can't remember. You know what I'm... I do. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. It's fine, but yeah. Yeah, so, it, you know, he has... It's part of the thing that he had at the World's Fair showing yeah. the future of the city mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. So I'd like maybe a little history lesson. That'd be cool. Through. I would like that. And of course, you would like that. But yeah. Yeah. Maybe you narrated it. I got you it. Know? I got it, yeah. guys. I like that. <laughs> cool. Um, well, that's fun. Yay. People mover. Yes, the people mover. A classic. Um, thank you for coming on this journey with us and learning more about transportation. We did Autopia. Figure why not yeah. join in. Yeah. Um, thank you. We're starting 2023 off with a bang. Excited. We have some fun ones coming up. We have some fun interviews um, that I am geeking about. Yeah, um, I'm pretty excited about them too. And, and yeah, so... Um, reminder to the, all the things one rate review subscribe give us love we need it we love you um and thank you to our patrons for continuing to support us so that we can continue to do mm-hmm. the podcast mm-hmm. it's our labor of love um follow us on all the social medias you can find all of those things at slice of disney.com uh but facebook and instagram it's slice underscore no slice of disney twitter slice underscore of underscore disney or email us at sliceofdisneypod at gmail.com. Yay! And tell us what you want to hear. We have gotten some recommendations of things people want to hear. So going to try and get those in too. Um, and that's all of the things. No, we did them all. We did all Everything. of it. Um, and if you're going to Disney World or Disneyland and you're enjoying any of the new stuff, let us know. We want to hear about it. Yeah, I'm excited to hear about the new stuff they've got going on. I already bought merch. From Ugh. you too. Yeah, I know. I'm wearing <laughs> my new Disneyland pants. Um, okay, well, thank you so much for joining us. And we hope you have the best week ever. Okay, bye. <laughs>